you must be selfish to get what you want out of life. Now, this statement isn't absolute, but for the most part, it's true. If you want something, only you can make it happen. Other people aren't concerned with what you've got going on. And this includes family, friends, or partners because they've got their own lives they need to tend to as well. They're too busy being selfish too. And anyway, since you can't make things happen for them, why would you expect the same in return? This is something I had to learn the hard way throughout my teenage years. I said what I meant, and I meant what I said. But my naivety at the time made me expect the same in return. So time and time again, I was let down. Some fault on their end, but mostly on mine. I often put so much trust in people that I was basically relying on them. So if they didn't pull their end of the bargain, which many didn't, then I was the only one that was left with the problem. And I find this is true for most people today. Yes, society has programmed us since birth, but even in the presence of all the external influences, the only thing that we have control over is ourselves. You can't outsource your autonomy, neither can you outsource your accountability. This is why control over your mind is so important. The mind is an entity responsible for cognition. This includes consciousness, desire, emotion, memory, motivation, perception, reasoning, and other cognitive processes that process information and generate thoughts and feelings. Although it's a separate entity from the body, which is responsible for well-being, survival, and interactions with the external world, it's believed that there's a two-way relationship between them. This was coined interactionism by philosopher René Descartes. So in simple terms, the mind affects the body, and the body affects the mind. This proves how powerful the entities are. Chaos was the law of nature. Order was the dream of man. The mind fluctuates between chaos and clarity. This can be observed in human behavior. In moments of calm, which is the known, followed by moments of chaos, which is the unknown. The human mind defaults to chaos. Think about it for a moment. How much easier is it to drown in a sea of negative thoughts than positive ones? How long is it that a positive thought lasts before your mind wanders into the unknown? The further into the unknown the mind wanders, the more chaos evolves. This is known as psychic entropy. Modern distractions have made us more susceptible to mind wandering than ever before. So the solution is focused attention. And since we can't completely eradicate chaos, it's unavoidable in that aspect, we have to learn to spend less time in it and spend more time in the known, the clarity. In a video game, you complete a series of missions and each mission is composed of smaller tasks that you have to complete. So if you're not a video game player, then just imagine you are for now. Imagine this time you loaded into an open world game. An open world game is games that are quite literally open world, you know, like Grand Theft Auto, um, Saints Row, Spider-Man, Batman, games where you can just explore the town, the city, the world, those kind of games. But this time you weren't given any mission objectives. You might preoccupy yourself by exploring the city, wasting time. You might play the game for a while, but eventually you'll reach a point where you just get bored because there's actually nothing to do on this game. There's no objective. There is no end goal. You're just mindlessly exploring the world. You lose interest and eventually stop playing because there's no clear goal to work towards. No matter how motivated you are, without a clear vision, chaos will ensue. And a funny but prime example of this is an online GTA lobby. Drop 100 players into an open map server with no objectives and see how quickly it turns into a massacre. Now as a comparison, drop 100 players into the same map but give them a number of objectives. The only variable change now is the inclusion of an objective. Of course there will be people who stray from the path even with an objective in place. But as a whole, most people will work towards the completion of the objective. Aiming at nothing ensures you'll get it. One of the key components to desire is dopamine. And when used correctly, it can be used as a driving force towards your vision. And I know it's not as simple as just setting a goal and working towards it. Most people become ridden with anxiety and overwhelmed before they've even started a task. Me included. This is why people quit so early into their journey when pursuing something. Because they feel that their goal is so far away 
that it's actually unattainable. The more doubt arises in the mind, the more into the unknown they fall, and the more chaos ensues. Clarity is the next step towards the vision. And this is why clarity is so important because clarity is the next step towards your vision. If you're a beginner, it's the first step. If you're an advanced person, then it might be the 10th step. But the only way to uncover the path is by asking the right questions. This is why you can't always give a one shoe fits all approach because every person's situation is different and everyone is at a different level in their life. This is the reason that clarity is relative to the person's experience and knowledge at a particular moment in time. You're only capable of dissecting and understanding what you know at this moment. Here's a saying by the late and great Bruce Lee. It's not the daily increase, but the daily decrease. Hack away at the unessential. Time is finite and we only have 24 hours a day. Eight of those we spend sleeping. Another eight of those we spend working, meaning that we're left with eight hours. False. We haven't taken into consideration other factors such as commuting to and from work, which is about two hours on average, hygiene before and after work, which is another two hours, and then meal prep, cooking and snacking throughout the day, which is probably another two hours. Meaning you've got two hours left. This time can be used for leisure, socialization and running errands. But wait, there's more. I haven't even taken into consideration if you've got kids or not. So let's just say you don't have a lot of time. Likewise, your attention is also finite. This is where things get a little tricky. Think of your attention as an energy bar, kind of like a stamina bar in a video game. Every morning you start with 100% and with every activity you do, you lose a percentage. The amount the bar depletes depends upon the severity and the demand of the task that you're doing. So the higher the activity demand, the more your energy bar depletes. For this reason, you need to be smart and conserve your energy where you can. This is where time and attention coincide. Most people complain about how much work tires them out. And it's a fair point because you spend at least 50%. Well, actually you spend more than 50% because when you take into consideration your commuting time, I basically group anything that has to do with work into the work pile. So from the moment you wake up, you don't, you're not waking up to do what you have to do. So say you wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. You're not waking up at seven because you want to. You're waking up at seven because you need to get ready for work. So the moment you wake up and start showering, showering and doing the basic necessities, including then commuting to work, I group that all into the work category. Because if you weren't going to work, you wouldn't be getting up at that time and you wouldn't be showering. And do you know what I mean? So don't quote me on the math, but you're probably spending around 60% of your day on work as a whole. And for this reason, it's probably safe to assume that you're using 50 to 60% of your total day's energy expenditure on that. Meaning that you're at a disadvantage already. You can only operate with the amount of energy you have available at a particular moment in time. Limited energy limits effort, limited effort limits attention. This is why it's essential to observe where your energy is going and then direct it accordingly because your results are a reflection of your focus. If you focus on low quality activities, then you'll get low quality results. This is why it's important to invest your energy wisely. If you wanna make significant improvements at anything in life, then you need to dedicate time, effort, and focus. Whether your goal is to improve your mind, body, or business, personal projects are an absolute necessity and should be your primary focus. This also highlights the importance of prioritization. If you're serious about your goal, then you realize that nothing comes before it, nothing. It's your own personal project that you need to treat with respect. So to ensure that you're operating at maximum efficiency when pursuing your goals, you have to change your schedule. Yes, you have to make changes. Yes. So if you work in a daytime job, this might mean waking up earlier than usual to get things done. Or you might have to dedicate a large amount of your weekends to doing those things. Focus, attention, effort and time is the only way you're going to make meaningful progress. Don't try and focus on everything. 
Focusing on everything ensures that you're focusing on nothing. Like what I said previously, poor quality focus leads to poor quality results. And this is the exact same. Splitting your attention leads to split results. And split results aren't optimal, meaning that they're poor results. And that's not what we're striving for. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you can't have more than one goal. I would say limit your goals. Personally, I always say stick to about three maximum at one time, because then you start dividing your attention too much and you're just wasting time. You don't get any optimal results in any of the different things. And if you're watching this, I'm presuming that you want to improve and you want more out of life, more energy, more effort, more attention, more focus, more results, more everything. We want to create a life worth living by dedicating ourselves to a higher purpose. Not one that society told you to live. Oh no. Not one that family told you. Definitely not. And not one that friends told you. 100% not. A common misconception is that being focused means you're busy all the time. Which is both true and false because it depends on the person. Some people like to fill their calendar to the brim with loads of activities that need completing and graft the entire day. Others aim to get more done in less time so they have the freedom to do other things. I'm one of the latter people. I aim to enjoy life by spending time with loved ones. But the only way to get that is by being laser focused on what I need to do. This includes learning and developing my skills and knowledge, improving my fitness and physique, and growing my personal brand. An example of this in my life is me acquiring the skill of writing in recent months. So with lots of research, I've decided to make a content ecosystem for my workflow which is quadrupled, probably more than that. It's like 10 times my productivity and efficiency. If you follow me on socials like Instagram, Twitter, and threads, you'll notice that I'm posting a lot more consistently. Not to mention me adding newsletters, blogs, podcast episodes, of course, these YouTube videos. At art, I've always been a video person with sprinkles of written format in my content system, but I wanted something that gives me a better return on my time invested and something that's more universal and makes me more omnipresent. I wanted to switch things up. Like I said, I'm usually a video guy and I wanted to include email newsletters, written blogs, tweets, threads. I mean threads as in like tweets, as in multiple tweets, but also threads as well and LinkedIn posts, everything. And I wanted a way so that I could be efficient with my time. So instead of having to record tons and tons worth of things, how could I get one piece of content and trickle it down into everything else or use it as somewhat of like a guide a template for the rest of my content so with no previous experience in writing i decided it's best for me to just jump in and develop my skills this is to ensure that i'm giving my maximum attention to it so i've done this by waking up at seven o'clock sharp every single day to write for two to three hours depending upon the day that i'm doing i make sure it's the first thing that i do because in the morning i have the most energy and my mind is most clear. When you go throughout the day and like let things linger, you get a lot of fog, you start thinking of other things. There's just too much going on. When you wake up in the morning, clear mind, high energy, let's go. So in doing so, I'm actually optimizing my rate of skill development and potential success with the skill. And it's a personal focus of mine at this moment, which will likely change in future depending upon the needs at that particular time. So I might want to focus more on my body or whatnot. So I may kind of deduct some energy points from writing and put it into more the gym side of things. It depends. There was a period before where I was spending a lot more time at Muay Thai. I was spending like maybe four hours, five hours a week doing Muay Thai. I was attending quite a few sessions actually. And I had to reduce that down because I was like, okay, I need to get this writing thing under control. 
So let me drop the Muay Thai down and bring the writing up. Hopefully that makes sense. Your goal should be to find a focus that aligns with your vision and provides you with the most pleasure and fulfillment, nothing less. I want you to think, take a step back from life and look at the bigger picture for a moment. What are your goals? Are you working towards actualizing them? You must create personal projects of meaning and pursue them. I want you to think about this for a moment. Actually sit and dwell on it. What do you desire? What frustrates you day to day? If you could fix a problem in your life immediately, what would it be? Health pertaining to physical or mental, wealth pertaining to money, or relationships pertaining to family, friends, or partners. Once you figure this out, you need to form a habit around it. Contrary to popular beliefs, you don't have to spend countless hours chasing your goals. That's an unrealistic goal pushed by hustle culture. We have lives to live. And again, for the idiots that are gonna complain, oh, you said this before, no. That's not to say you can't put time into your goals. It's just to say that you don't have to be excessive with it. It doesn't have to be the only thing you do during waking hours. Trust me, you'll crash and burn. I've done it. It's not nice. Avoid it. So as usual, I like to give you guys a bit of a framework that you can take away. Take small steps for big changes. Change requires sacrifice. You need to substitute your old identity for your new one. Change is difficult to make. I made a video and newsletter on this previously. I think it's titled, Why Change is So Difficult to Make. In essence, you're abandoning your current self. This is why I advise always taking small steps to begin with. Sustainability forms habits. Focus on high priority activities to produce the best return on your investment. Like I mentioned before, the best way I found to achieve this is by dedicating the minimum of one hour every morning whilst you still have a fresh mind and you're still full of energy. I've tried completing tasks in the afternoon, evening and even night but it just doesn't work for me but that's not to say that it won't work for you so i encourage you to try and see experiment with different things you might be a night owl i spoke with my older brother and he said that he works well during late hours so i think he said between 12 and 4 i mean that's a bit crazy but it works for him so i guess that it works cool test assess retest as a generalization, I doubt the night owl style of work will work for everyone because most people have jobs that are daytime jobs and then people also have families. So it's just not the best way of doing things. I can tell you the benefit of waking up early is that the world is still asleep. That means friends, family, social media, everything. Nobody's awake, meaning that there's no distractions. I can promise you it will be difficult at the start, but with time, it will get easier. Wake up early, get your things done. This moves to our second point, build momentum. As you begin to build your habit, you'll accumulate momentum. This will be in the form of small achievements or micro goals, if you will. So if your end vision is to lose 40 pounds of fat, then losing a few pounds every week will do wonders for your mind. The same goes for business. If you're sending outreach messages and you get a couple more responses every couple of days or every day you're getting more responses, this will do wonders too. Like I said in a previous video, you need these hits of dopamine. They'll hook you to the end vision even more because if you're not progressing, then how do you know you're heading in the right direction? You need small amounts of feedback. This is another reason why people quit so early into pursuing their goals. But don't be discouraged because you can't always assume that things are going to happen quickly for you as it did for someone else. Again, everyone's different and everyone's context and situation is different. And you're probably aware of the popular saying, all good things come to those who wait. So some things just take time. You just have to stick it out. It is what it is. And lastly, I want you to keep your vision in mind. Throughout your journey, you will endure hardship, highs, lows, plenty of distractions. But one thing you'll realize that I began to realize is that anything that doesn't contribute towards your goals is a distraction. End of. This includes family, friends, negative emotions, the lot. 
And I'm not saying, oh no, you can't chill with family anymore. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you realize that all this other stuff is taking time away from me pursuing this goal. So therefore, by default, it kind of is a distracting because it's distracting you from the main objective. You're trying to get your main objective. This is putting you away from it. Distraction. Makes sense. Okay, thanks. But um, yeah, I'm not saying to cut them off. I'm just saying to be aware of their influence on you. So if you feel like there's a moment that you're losing focus and slipping into chaos, regain your clarity by stopping and taking a moment to breathe. Step back to see the bigger picture. Locate the next logical step and step back in. Wake up early. Get your priority tasks done. Remember the bigger picture. If you need help with your visions, habits, or prioritization, then I have a free planner that you can download. Link in the description. And lastly, if you followed all these steps, then you can enjoy life because you've done everything you need to do in the morning so you can chill in the evening. And with that said, that's the end of this video. Make sure you do all the good YouTube stuff. Share, like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you follow me on socials, Instagram, Twitter, threads, LinkedIn. Link in the description. Follow me on everything. Again, you can grab a free copy of the ProAction Planner in the description. And if you want to speak to me one-to-one -one with consulting, then that's also in the description. You can find the written version of this letter in the description. You can also find the audio only version on Spotify in the description. Oh, and an important one. Make sure you subscribe to my newsletter in the description so that you get my latest letter sent directly to your inbox. Do it right now. But yeah, I'm gone.